Hi, my name is Derek Fairchild, and welcome to my first ever podcast. Today I just want to tell you a little bit about Khan Academy, which is an amazing free website which will teach you, or anyone who cares to go to it, all sorts of different topics. First and foremost, I should probably just retell the story, which has now been told hundreds of times, about how Khan Academy began. Basically, its creator, Salman Khan, was helping his niece, who was struggling in her high school math class, and they, you know, they didn't live nearby, so he did this by creating video tutorials, which would be over whichever topic she was studying at that time, whether it was linear equations or quadratic equations, whatever she was having trouble with at that time, he would create a short video walking her through the steps in solving these sorts of problems. And he would just take these videos, upload them onto YouTube so that she could view them later whenever she needed them. Of course, if she had any questions, she could always call and ask him to, you know, uh, explain a certain point or to go over this certain section again. But the gist of it is just that he is creating these videos and putting them on YouTube for her to help her. But the weird thing that happened was, because these videos are on YouTube, other people were searching, apparently, because they were having problems with these same topics, they were finding these videos by this guy, Salman Khan, and he was unintentionally also teaching them how to solve these problems. And people were subscribing to his channel. In particular, uh, the, the homeschoolers out there, you know, kids who do not attend what we would consider a regular school, brick and mortar campus, who, you know, they are at home all the time learning however they can, whether it's using websites or using textbooks. These kids, if they were having problems, a lot of them really enjoyed this format of YouTube videos. So as his following of these homeschoolers grew, uh, Salman Khan actually quit his day job, which my understanding was he was a investment manager for Wall Street. So he quit a very high-paying day job, and he started his own nonprofit website. All right, you can go to for free called Khan Academy. Basically, the format hasn't changed all that much. Uh, the Khan Academy website is just that same collection of YouTube videos. However, now these videos are paired with short exercises that go with them. So if you watch a video on the basics of linear equations, right, the equation y equals mx plus b, it will then be followed by a series of usually 10 sample problems for you to do. And they start with the easiest ones. Yeah, the in difficulty increases as you go along. And if you're doing well, eventually you will actually master that skill and it gives you credit for that. Whereas if you're struggling, it will attempt to give you more simpler problems and then work you up in difficulty from there so that you can master it. And the reason for this is kind of obvious. Whereas before, when he was teaching one student, his niece, if she had a difficulty, she could call and ask him. Obviously, that is no longer a possibility. You cannot call him and ask questions if you have them. Now, the beauty of Khan Academy is that it is on demand. Whenever a student, if it's 12.30 in the morning, if it's 2 in the afternoon, if they want to learn how to factor a polynomial, they can do it on Khan Academy. Uh, it also goes at the student's pace. You know, these videos, you can pause them, you can stop and rewind them, play them again. And if you think about it, these are luxuries that a student 
even in a real classroom, oftentimes doesn't have. Obviously, you need to be in such and such class at such and such time. You cannot at midnight ask your traditional math teacher to help you with your problems. And really, if, if you don't understand, or for a lot of students, if they don't understand a particular concept that's being explained to them, they are either unable or unwilling to stop the teacher, you know, to ask that question. A lot of students would rather sit there and just try to figure it out on their own as opposed to potentially being maybe embarrassed to ask for help or, or a ex second explanation. Um, another good thing about Khan Academy, the, the new website Khan Academy, is that it tracks a student's progress. And the beauty of it, if a student signs up as a member of your class, when I say your class, I mean you as a teacher, uh, you can sign up for Khan Academy and you can have your students sign up as your students. And so not only can the students see their progress, you as the student's teacher can also see their progress, where they're doing well and what they're struggling at so that you can help go back and fill those holes. Now if Khan Academy as a method of instruction, the style of instruction is compared to a more traditional math class, uh, you can see some glaring differences, right? A traditional and old-fashioned math class is largely just, okay children, today we're working on page 152 with problems solving linear equations. Now traditionally the teacher will lead the students through a, a couple sample problems on the board, on an overhead, something along those lines, and then now it's up to the students. Now you need to do what the teacher did for homework tonight. And if you stop and think about it, it's really not all that different from how Khan Academy uh, teaches. Instead of the teacher doing examples on the board, Khan is just doing those very similar examples on the screen of computer. So one can see how some, someone, a critic, might say that's really not all that revolutionary at all. But the fact of the matter is that using that old method. There are far too many students who just are not learning, or at the very least, they're not learning enough. So various people in different areas have kind of got this idea, you know, these students are struggling, we've tried and tried and tried, they don't know how to make it any better, but we need to try something new. And I heard about this website, Khan Academy, and everyone who uses it seems to like it. So maybe we should try hooking the kids up with this. And a few schools actually decided to create a study out of this. They took Teacher X, who's been teaching math at their school for however many years, their traditional way, you know, with varying amounts of success. They have them teach in one classroom for the morning, the early part of the day, teaching their way, right? However it is, if they're using textbooks, slideshows, whatever. And then for the other portion of the day, they're teaching a, the a, a different class with the same subject, of course. But instead of doing it sort of the old-fashioned way, the tried and true, they decided why not we'll have this class all sign up for Khan Academy, and they're going to spend the majority, not all, but the majority of their day actually on the website, watching these videos, solving problems on their own based on what they've learned in the videos. And so they did this for an entire year, and they actually compared the results, and this was actually in two different school districts, one of them in Oakland, the other in Los Altos, and in both cases, they actually found that the Khan Academy class improved more. And this is especially true of the kids in that class who were sort of the lower performing students. 
it's sort of intuitive that the students who had always during the previous years been high performing that it's intuitive that when you switch them over to con they're probably still going to be successful but where the real difference was seen was in that you know the middle and especially the lower tier students students who had struggled for years and years and years you know they would probably tell you if you ask them i hate math you know I don't, it's boring i don't like it i don't get it but if you give the same information in a different format Right? Instead of that teacher standing in the front of the room or whatever the teachers have been doing for all those years, you just put them on the computer. It's just inherently more interesting and more palatable to a lot of students and especially the students who are struggling in traditional classrooms to begin with. So these results are really exciting if you are in any way involved in the education system. Of course, we're always excited whenever any new tool or technique is developed that will help our students in our classrooms. There is some concern that the sort of the hype meter, the hype machine has gone out of control as far as Khan Academy is concerned. Uh, it has some major backers such as the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation as well as Google. In addition to funding the program they are now also pushing it whenever they get the opportunity in the media. And really whenever you ask anybody about Khan Academy who has used it before, the, the thing they expect most is just sort of the excitement that they have for this website and what it could mean for education on a larger scale. But of course there are other people saying, you know, whoa, whoa, take a step back. They've only done a few studies and these studies were on small groups, you know, a few classrooms at most. And again, if you just stop and look at it, all that Khan is doing is basically a very traditional, I'm going to do one or two sample problems for you over this topic and then you are going to do sample problems on your own. Then that traditional style of teaching which everyone is saying that Khan Academy will replace. Unfortunately, I can't tell you now whether or not Khan Academy will be successful on a larger scale because these studies haven't been done yet, but luckily, at the very least, it's being done as we speak. Um, in the state of Idaho, over 70,000 students have been set up on these sorts of con classrooms, if you will. The results aren't in, but if you just sort of compare that to these different studies in California, very small, one, two, four classrooms. Now you have hundreds of classrooms across the state, tens of thousands of students. When this study is completed, right, and we can look at the results, we'll have a better idea of how Khan Academy can affect education on a large scale. Right now, we all we have is stories. Well, it, you know, it taught me algebra, or I learned biology. But we don't know really if this is a tool that can be used, you know, across a state, potentially nationwide. Who knows? Ultimately, it will be the result of this study, and I'm sure there will be others, the results of how Khan Academy, how successful or unsuccessful it is on this larger scale, which will determine whether or not this is just a momentary flash in the pan, you know, this website won't even be around five years from now, or if the hype really is justified, if this really we really will be a major change in education. And ultimately, as far as that's concerned, your guess is as good as mine. Well, I hope you enjoyed my little podcast. I hope you didn't fall asleep. And if you haven't done it already, you really need to go to www.conacademy.com uh, check it out for yourself, see what all the talk is about, and maybe learn something the new old-fashioned way.